How you doing, Alex? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just uh, enjoying this snow. I haven't seems like I haven't seen it in forever. Oh, that's good, man. And so when did you get into town from Austin? I got in town last night. Very neat. Awesome. You excited to be in town for the New Year's? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it seems like we're kind of always here in Denver. I was here last year with my girlfriend um, in Denver, and it seems like we're always kind of here in some way or the other. Oh, that's really neat. We were talking off mic about a uh, little documentary that you were involved in not too long ago that was actually set in place in Colorado, and it was called High Profits, and you guys uh, recorded a song for it. Isn't that right? Yeah, well, they use manipulation for like the theme song, um, and it was kind of fitting for if you watch the show, um, the like, this is kind of fitting song. But we also spent a good three or four months doing original music for the for the for the show. Oh, really? That's really neat. And so, did you write yeah. new tracks for the show? We wrote, yeah, we wrote new songs and sat little sound beds and little sound scores for the show, and they use. Uh, Two or three of our like uh, um, two or three original Black Angel songs, and then we gave them a bunch of original uh, new material, and then then they mixed in other other really cool music and with it as well. Oh wow, that's really neat! And so for those yeah. of you who are just tuning in, uh, the Black Angels are going to be playing in Denver at the Gothic Theater on December 30th and 31st, kicking off the new year, which is really, really exciting. Um, and I can't remember the last time you were in Denver. When was the last time you were in Denver, Alex? The last time we were in Denver, uh, oh, you know, it was the it was this uh, festival, the Westward Festival, oh, Westward okay. Music Festival. And that's right. Yeah we, played, yeah, we played during the day. Um which is kind of uh, kind of strange to, for our band to play during the day for some <laughs> yeah. reason. I don't know why, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it, it was fun. Wow, that's really it happened really neat. to be. Yeah, it happened to be the uh, same day as the um, like a uh, like a gay and lesbian uh, march. Also, right, remember that Pride Fest maybe. Yes. That sounds about right. Well, that's really neat. And now you guys are going to be playing very, very late in the night, um, kicking things off uh, into the new year, which is super spectacular. And I feel like uh, seeing the Black Angels at night is definitely the best way to see it. Um, I think I saw you guys uh, when you guys played at Burgerama last spring, I believe it was. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was just blown away by your uh, live show. And so you guys are probably going to do it like you usually do it, where you have um, the visuals going at the same time that you guys are playing. Isn't that right? Yeah, visuals have always kind of been like uh, an important thing for us, um, as well as like just the visual aesthetic of our band. You know, from the from the vinyl to the show, mm-hmm. and you know anything else that we release, um, we kind of are really inspired by the old um, uh, exploding plastic and inev- inevitable that um, Andy Warhol used to do, and. Mm-hmm. And of course, early, early Pink Floyd used to do some really cool visuals. But yeah, we have a guy with us, Bob Mustachio, is going to be doing some really amazing visuals, and he's our light scientist. Mm. That's really neat. That's awesome. going to be a really fun show. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, and uh, there's a huge show coming up for you guys later in the spring, and that's in uh, your hometown of Austin, Texas, and it's called Levitation Fest. You kind of want to give us a little background info on that. Yeah, um, it used to be called Austin Psych Fest, and I still refer to it as Austin Psych Fest, but right. it, we, it's called Levitation Festival now. <clears throat> we um, kind of rebranded, we changed the name um, 
to, then we actually get the name from the 13 foil of their song right. uh, levitation um and uh we get bands from all over the world from africa thailand japan and you know all over europe mm-hmm. south america and it's really turning into a cultural music festival mm-hmm. and you know less less of a straight psychedelic music festival which is kind of what it started off as like more of like a cultural experience i think mm-hmm. um yeah, and uh, that's going to be in April, at the end of April, mm-hmm. and Brian Wilson's headlining, and he's playing all pet sounds yeah. from beginning to end, and I don't know if he's ever done that before. I right. could be wrong, but I'm pretty stoked about that. Oh, my gosh. That is just going to be such a treat. Yeah. Um, that is just a living legend right there, playing such a cool lineup as well. There's um, going to be appearances from Animal Collective and Nicholas Jar and Flying Lotus and Sleep and of course the Black Angels as well. So it's going to be it's going to be super fun. I'm super excited. Yeah, well, you should come. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah, I, I'm. I would like to. Who knows? Maybe spring break. That could be an option. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. tempting. Most definitely. And also coming up in the future for you guys, um, does 2016 hold some new music for the Black Angels? Yeah, we, we, 2016 does hold some new music. We, we've, been, we've been tucked in the studio for almost a year now, just kind of grinding and writing a bunch of new songs. We have 30 or 40 song ideas, and we're just trying. Now we're at the point where we're going to just, you know, find, you know, a collective body of material that sounds... You know, st- like something we haven't done before, and um, and we have a bunch of songs to choose from, so that should be fairly easy once we get in the studio and start kicking them out. Mm-hmm. Got tons of demos, and <clears throat> probably we're looking at a fall release. Oh wow, that's really exciting! Um, is yeah. there any kind of? And so you probably don't really have an idea for the a name or a concept of the album just yet, do you? No, we don't have a name name for it yet. Um, and conceptually, it's. It's just going to be something that we've never done before, you know, not like, you know, I, I, I've always loved what, what Radiohead did when they just kind of reinvented themselves, and now they're kind of just so on a different planet that, I, you know, it would be interesting to hear them go back to what, you know, they did a, like a long time ago. Um, but, uh, you know, I always like seeing artists evolve and, and bands evolve and, and people evolve, and, and that's uh, what we're kind of looking for on this, on this new record, and it's kind of just happened naturally. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's really exciting. So I guess we can expect some really drastic changes from the Black Angels if I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down, right, Alex? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's still going to sound like the Black Angels. You know, I, I kind of say that a lot. You know, it's like... We will put like our Clear Lake Forest, our last little um, seven song release that we did, was a total different departure from anything we've done, but it still had the Black Angels feel. And I, I don't know what that exactly means, but when I hear it, I know it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of speaking about that uh, the evolution we were talking about. Um, it's hard to believe it's been almost a decade since Passover came out. Um, so I'm just curious, uh, from your take, obviously it's going to be different than everybody else's since you're experiencing it, but what do you think, uh, how do you think the band has uh, evolved in sound um, since Passover? Well, I mean, we still, <clears throat> we still have the same kind of writing process. We get in there and, you know, just kind of throw ideas around and until something sticks. Um, one thing that's different than from Passover and Directions is that we toured a lot on those rec- on those songs before we ever recorded them, which allowed for a a natural evolution on the road, which I thought was really interesting. From Faustine and um, 
our last record that we put out, um, it was a little different because we didn't have a bunch of time to go test drive all these songs. Mm-hmm. We would test drive like two or three here, three or four songs there, but we never were just like, oh, we're you know we're touring on this record without even you know ever having anything out, you know, without going to the studio. So that was one one thing that's a little different. Um, did I answer that question? Yeah, no, I definitely think you did. Um, there's something to to not not only writing music on the road, I think, but also um, touring with it that kind of allows it to be cemented into what I feel like the artist really kind of wants it to be. So there is a yeah. different experience going from uh, a touring um, kind of perspective to a more like in-studio perspective. Not that one is, is inferior to the other or anything like that, but there is definitely yeah, there, a difference. I agree. And, and like, you kind of like, if you do have the time, and we will be playing new songs both nights, yeah. um, but if you do have time to test drive these, it's the only term analogy I'm using, if you have time to test drive these songs, you, when you get in the studio, it's like you believe in them so much. It's like a total different thing as opposed to like, oh, well, I have this song idea and it's kind of almost there, but the lyrics aren't quite there. And, you know, there might be a producer in there kind of, you know, helping you point your point, you know, translate what you're doing to whoever would potentially be listening to your music. Right. Um, and we don't know if we're going to be working with a producer or self-producing like we did the first two records. Um, or maybe a mix between both. Mix between both. I just don't know yet. Um, we've got a bunch of ideas in terms of, of terms of what we want to do, um, but we're just going to kind of keep grinding away until uh, we come up with something that sticks. Awesome. That sounds great. Um, you guys have kind of cemented your reputation as um, a live band, a a road band, definitely um, kind of veterans at that, um, and sort of. Sort of with that, I thought I'd ask you about your experiences with uh, the Brian Jonestown Massacre and Black Herbal Motorcycle Club, uh, just because I am a big fan of both of those artists. And I was kind of wondering just like what your perspective was uh, with touring touring with those artists. Yeah, well, we've never toured with uh, BJM. We did tour with uh, Black Herbal Motorcycle Club okay. in Europe. And I, f- I think we might have toured with them over here, too. That was really, it was great. Those guys, you know, it's, as a young band, you, you, touring with, not only a band that you look up to and and, and are, are inspired by, but to see how they work in a professional like environment, you know, it's it's really interesting. And I imagine and I've never toured with BGM, but I imagine and I've played with them at festivals and we've had them at our festivals and I've seen them a bunch of times. But I imagine touring with those two bands is are are totally different, you know. Oh yeah. Um, just the dynamics of the band. But Black Rebels, it was a great touring with them and just to see how they they handled, you know, we were a young band then, you know, to see how they handled the stress of the show and fans and, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's really great to see that and just benchmark those people and see what, you know, how you want to do things. Wow. Awesome. Totally. And so uh, this is very exciting to uh, kind of get you on uh, the phone here. Thank you so much for talking with us, Alex. We really appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, Got to go make it out to uh, the two nights of Black Angels, which is going to be uh, December 30th and 31st. And it's going to be at the Gothic Theater uh, down in Denver, um, New Year's Eve and New Year's Eve Eve. It's a really, really exciting time to uh, celebrate uh, at the end of one year and the beginning of the next. And uh, do you have anything else that you would like to say before we uh, wrap things up, Alex? Um, well, you know, I'd like to do some, you know, if we could do some kind of ticket, ticket giveaways, I don't know, for either of these 
these upcoming nights talk to talk to lauren um if you want to if if, if she, and she can get you guys in contact and, and whoever's listening if they want to call in do some kind of thing also for levitation awesome psych fest i want to get, do some ticket giveaways for your station too that'd be great Okay. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, uh, but we're looking forward. To, we're looking forward. To, the other thing is, we're looking forward to playing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be badass, and we're we're gonna we're we've been stoked about this show for a while, and um, looking uh, forward to playing some new songs for you guys. Awesome. That's awesome. Looking forward to it, man. Super exciting. So make it out to the Gothic Theater on the thirtieth and the thirty-first in Denver to go see the Black Angels, and keep tuned in to Radio Eleven Ninety for a chance to win some tickets to these shows. And uh, we have a track from the Black Angels up right now. This is the track called "Bad Vibrations." Thank you so much, Alex. You are listening to Radio 1190, KVCU, Boulder.